two of the most powerful black women right now in our country, Vice President Kamala Harris and recent Supreme Court nominee Taji Brown Jackson, they're married to white men. This writer was essentially encouraging black women that you have went to law school or medical school, or if you're in the top 1% or 5%, then maybe you should consider marry a Caucasian man. Hello, WAP listeners. Welcome to the Well Acquainted Podcast. This is your co-host, Nika. And your other co-host, Tamara. Where we seek to empower our communities one episode at a time. On today's episode, we are talking about interracial marriage, particularly amongst Black women. Many of you may know of the historical Supreme Court case of Loving v. Virginia which was a notable case in 1967, I believe, which essentially outlawed um, anti-miscegenation laws. So it essentially made marriage legal amongst all racial lines. And following notable Supreme Court case, we saw a rise in interracial marriages, particularly amongst Black and white male and females, and particularly in the Black community. I guess I'm going to give... Wait, was there a movie from the... Oh, okay. I think there was actually a movie from Loving. There was. Was it Netflix? I think so, maybe. So there was a movie. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard. I've seen an advertisement. Okay, yeah. And I actually, I've heard it's good. And so it's important that we really outset, start this episode with that case because it is the case that outlaw anti-miscegenation laws where at the time, before 1967, you know, interracial marriage wasn't illegal. Now, how accepting have Americans become of interracial marriages? And particularly, how does that look like amongst our Black counterparts, male and female? So even before we get started, mm-hmm. last episode, I was by myself. Emika is finally back. Last episode, I was Tam Solo Dolo. Emika is officially back. So let's welcome her back in. Thanks. So she's I'm back. back from work, writing her extraordinary brief. I so, Congratulations on that, and she's back. So, Thanks. Just I know I was kind of sad, but you know, Tam had to do what she had to do. Wap had to do what Wap had to do. We had to get an episode out, which yeah. is what she did successfully. With that being said, let's talk about this. I mean, yeah. I have so many opinions, and I just want to start off with some stats that I read from Crew Research and Gallup, and and then particularly just giving you guys some stats of what it looked like after this case. Loving v. Loving v. Virginia was decided on. Yeah. So following the outlaw of miscegenation laws, interracial marriages increased in, in, incredibly. 7% in 1980 to 17% in 2015. But we're talking more so about the Black community, right? And particularly amongst Black women. Tamara and I, when we discussed this episode, she had um, you know, raised a really important perspective when we decided what, that we want to talk on this. And what she mentioned to me is that two of the most powerful Black women right now in our country, yeah. Vice President Kamala Harris and recent Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson, they're married to white men. Yeah. So it was actually a New York Post article that came out on, I believe, the 1st of April of this particular month, 2022. And it was by a writer named Patrick, and I forget his last name, but he mentioned Ketanji Brown-Jackson and VP Harris who are the two most powerful Black women, especially on um, certain political side, mm-hmm. but they're both married to Caucasian mm-hmm. men. 
And when I brought that up, you said that you never thought about it like that before, right? Like you I didn't never thought think about, about Taji or VP Harris in that perspective. But I mean, that's that's very interesting. So really, when I read the article, this writer was essentially encouraging black women that if you have went to law school or medical school, or if you're in the top one percent or five percent, then maybe you should consider marrying a Caucasian man because based on the statistics, there are a lot of black single women. Right. And and that's a good point that you raised because we have to consider like what are the controlling factors that are going to the results that we're seeing. Um, particularly when we see instances like Kamala Harris and, right. and, and Judge Jackson and then marrying white men, Caucasian men. Well, for instance, these are highly educated women. And when you raise that point, it makes me think about some of the statistics that were done by pre-research and Gallup poll is where black women are more likely, I think double as, comp- as compared to our male counterparts, i.e. black men, to receive education. So we are the only race, from my knowledge, I'll, I'll, you know, only race, not considering Asians, not considering Hispanics, whites, you know, only race where black women are numbering black men in education, but not only in education, in economics. Meaning like we, we outnumber our men and how much we make as a salary. We're generally making more than black men. And so, I mean, that's... Well, let me just say this about the article because I did some research on the writers, Patrick. And let me just say this about the article. I think the article is just out of control. Like, I don't agree with the article at all. And it's very sad because you notice that you know, I guess from this perspective, like you don't hear people telling Hispanic men or women to marry outside their race. Right. Or Caucasians. Or, you know what I mean? Like, why does it always have to be pointed out that, okay, it's probably better for you to marry outside of your race because black men and white. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And for me, from that perspective, Patrick, I don't know you personally, but that article was literally very, like, it offended me. Because I think about, you know, Black men in my family. Like, I think about where I came from. And for me, being a partner or being a husband or wife, to me, I mean, the education is fine and the prestige is fine. But that's not what makes the relationship successful, in my opinion. Mm. So I think, you know, we live in a society where we equate um, you know, a compatible partner is having a person that makes as much money as you are, same education, or prestige as you. But if you think about it, like 40, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. when the black community was actually staying married more and we had more intact families, right, right. you know, did we have a lot of women who were in education or lawyers or doctors? No. During, like during that time? No, we didn't. We didn't. And, and I, I think, yeah. you know, that's a good point because historically yeah. we saw the rise and, you know, I'm not trying to get off subject as a concern with black women and, you know, marriage rates and whether they're married inside or outside their race. But historically, I believe in the 1960s, 1970s is when we saw the rise of single parent households in black America. Right. 1960s, really after the, the death of Martin Luther King Jr., is when we saw the rise of single parent households. And at that time, women weren't getting the education that we see now. 
And we weren't having that, you know, the statistics we're seeing now where Black women are outnumbering Black men when it comes to education, when it comes to their earnings. And so why is that happening? I'll say this. I think there's a lot of controlling factors, particularly among the state of Black men. What I found really interesting when I was preparing for this topic for interracial marriage is that Black men are more likely, twice as likely, more likely than Black women to marry outside their race. I think it was 24% for Black men to marry outside their race. And, and most of the time, it was to a white woman. As a, compared to for Black women, it was like 12, if not 7%. So we're seeing Black men marry um, outside their race at higher rates than Black women. We're, and it's interesting because yeah. Black men, when we put Black men and women together, they're yeah. less educated. That's just the stats. The stats. And they're not making as much money in earnings. Well, let's, okay, so that's an interesting point you brought up. Yeah, yeah, And, okay, so let's talk about maybe why. I mean, we can't really speculate as to exactly why because we're not. Right. But what are we hearing? So why are Black men, <laughs> I don't want to go here, but this is how the conversation is going, guys. Why are Black men, and for me, I hear that Black men that are the top five top 1% typically marry outside of their race. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. I don't see that a lot. You don't really see that a lot. But I've heard that the reason why is because Black women are very hard to... I think that's BS. Let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I, okay, so I hear that when we have the education, when we have the prestige, that sometimes we can come off as we are better or we think that, oh, well, he's intimidated by me. And, you know, a lot of men are saying, I'm not intimidated by you, but you're hard to talk to. You know, you're very aggressive. Mm. You are hard to get along with. I don't want to have to constantly, you know, fight with you or debate you on certain things. They're, from what I've heard, Black women who, have the education, that have the prestige, are harder to lead. What is your response to that? Yeah, um, I think that that could certainly be a legitimate reason. And it probably is for many Black men that decide to marry outside their race. Particularly, I'm, I'm going to just reference white women because they, they have a higher percentage of marrying that race as compared to any other race, Asian women or Hispanic women. So I think it's a legitimate, I think it's a legitimate reason. But do you think it's true? Do I think... It, it's true. Absolutely. I mean, there's yeah. some black women that are aggressive, you know, that strong black woman um, exactly. phrase we're always hearing. So that, so that could be a reason as to why black, our black men are choosing to marry outside. Black men also, compared to black, to white men, compared to Asian men, I don't know about some Hispanic men, but at least compared to Asian men and white men, are the less educated and they don't, they're not making the amount of earnings as those other men. So with those stats in mind, in addition to how black women are out, outnumbering black men in education and earnings, you know, you, they're really in a final position. You know, they're not making as much money, perhaps, in these scenarios. And, and that's different from the top 5%. Let's talk about the general population of black men. They're, they're not making as much money as a white man or an Asian man. They may not arguably be as educated as a white man or Asian man, or at least we don't have a huge majority percentage in our community as compared to the Asian community, the white community. So given those factors, a black man may want to marry up. And, and I'm serious though, like some people, you have to think about what are your principles for marriage? Some people see marriage as an economic- Were you black women want to marry 
oh, but do you mean black men? Women? Black men. Oh, okay. I think it's I more, I think your reasoning may be legitimate too, but I think it's more. No, that's than, not my reasoning. Well, I'm just yeah, 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 what you said. <laughs> but I really think it's more than that. I think it's about, it's an economic contract. And I could go really deep into this, but I think it's also an internal psychological thing with black men and their need to feel validation, and which consequently in turn, they marry white women. And I think it's also weird because when you see a man in that circumstance, if I see a black man and I know that I'm more likely to outnumber them in education, I'm more likely to make more of them in earnings. And I see them with a white woman, you know, like historically men are supposed to be the breadwinners, right? When you see that, it makes me think one, they're like economically less emas they're like emasculated because of that. You know, the woman is now the head of the household, their main is white woman. So I think, I, I, I do think that's some of the reasons why we see black men, considering their circumstances and the, the stats, marrying outside of their race and particularly to white women. And I also know before, you know, before you go on, I'll, I'll say yeah. that black men have higher percentages than any other, any other racial men to marry outside. So they marry more outside the race than white men. They marry more outside the race than Asian men. And they marry more outside their race than Hispanic men. Why is that? So this episode is actually not really even about black women. It's about white women because right. we were really supposed to be talking about the New York Post article yeah, with Kinshanji yeah. and Nifi Harris. Yeah. But those are some great points in perspective. We know of black men who do, you know, make decent money um, and they're blue collar workers. They're white workers. Mm -hmm. um, but does that equate to political power? So meaning, if you marry these men who are in the top 1% or 5% and they're African-American, mm -hmm. can they get you to a VP? Can they get you to be an AG? Can they open doors that a lot of these 5% Caucasian men have access to? Mm -hmm. Like Kentaji's husband, he is, I think, the seventh person in his family to graduate from Harvard. Like, are you kidding me? And I think he's related to Paul Ryan. I think so. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like he has some relation to that family. And Nikki Harris' husband, I'm sure he's super successful too. I don't know much about him, but I mean. Well, you also have to think, you know, she, I think Katanji Brown Jackson met her husband at Harvard. That's true. The commonality. Factors. You know what I mean? Education. It's, it, yeah. it, you're not, I mean, yeah. it, you're going to see more white men attending Harvard yeah. than a black man. So her options right. may have been limited. Yeah. So typically, like, you get into a relationship because there is some sort of commonality. Right, so you like the same things, you go to the same school. Right. Typically, a lot of people meet their spouses in college, and you know, yes, I mean, she met him at Harvard. So her options, I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot of men who looked like her. her so that's right. another point. Yeah. Now, you know, I will have to say that there are some people who intentionally marry outside of their race because they may be into self hate. Mm. People mm. on both sides, men and women, <sighs> they may come from certain marginalized communities where they grew up and they saw the worst of their community and yeah. they start to resent and they start to look at their community or culture in a negative way. And they say, you know what? I'm good on black women. And I'm that, good on black um, men. That's what I really want to discuss. But <laughs> <laughs> because that, that's really a whole other episode. You know, that's that's a really good point, And I would love to have a discussion about that. I think a lot of black women want black men. I think so, too. 
And based on the statistics, a lot of black men want to marry black women. Well, I don't know. Based on I don't statistics. Know. Perhaps. I mean, it's hard to see in our culture at higher rates. Yeah. Than marrying outside of our race. So what I'm saying is maybe a lot of black women may not be where they want to be because they don't want to marry outside of their race because of the stereotypes of marrying a non-black maybe you know they're corny or they're not good in the bedroom or they can't just be yeah. honest you yeah. know what i mean i'm not opposed to anyone marrying anyone outside their race mm-hmm. like that doesn't trigger me at all i feel like it's most important to marry a person who you have uh, the same values and moral beliefs with like politics matter yeah you know what i mean right like, especially for someone like me who tends to be a little bit more conservative I'm not saying that I am a conservative, but I tend to be a little bit more on the conservative side. Yeah. Politics matter. Um, how you think about vaccines, how you think about masks. I mean, these things matter, especially in the time that we live in. Like, there are people that have fallen out with their family members on people who have you know, voted for maybe Trump or Biden or, you know what I mean? Like this stuff matters and yeah. it's sad but it's just what we're living in right now and hopefully things change. But I mean, I think it's important to marry a person that you have that commonality with because I mean, think about raising children with this person. You want to be on the same accord. Yeah. No. So commonality is, is what matters to me. I think, I think commonality is, is definitely important. And it really depends on and how you see marriage and, yeah. and what you look at it as and, and your fundamentals and your principles. I, I support interracial marriage. I'm not uh, in a, a disagreement with that. I think it's good for society yeah. um, because ultimately we are a melting pot and mm-hmm. a multicultural um society. So I think it's good for society, yeah. interracial marriages and, you know, loving the Virginia outruling the second na- the nation. Well, I will say is should black women feel beholden to black men, especially given the stats, that black men are actually marrying more outside the race of black women. So if a black man came to me and I'm with a white man and they're coming at me crazy, like why I'm with him, check yourself, sir, because actually <laughs> in our community, it's you and, and your male counterparts that are, that are married outside of black women. I think black women actually, unfortunately, do feel beholden to marry black men. And I think they want to. And there's mm-hmm. more loyalty statistically mm-hmm. of black women marrying black men than there is for black men marrying black women. But should we be beholden to that? No. If you, you know, if I'm at Harvard and I don't see a limited pool, you know what I mean? And I only see other races, you know, you like them, marry them. But what I will say personally is that I personally believe in loyalty, if you will, to race. Now, wait, so you're saying that you do feel loyalty to race? Yeah, that's a principle of mine. And again, it depends the person, but that's a fundamental principle, something I value, one of my values. Um, I want to be loyal to my race, meaning mm-hmm. I would prefer to marry a black man. Now that depends who you are, but that's yeah. just a fundamental value of me. Notwithstanding that, that doesn't mean I'm against interracial marriage. I support it. But for me, given my principles and how I was raised, that's really important. So maybe that's why you get triggered. Okay, I'm going to put words in your mouth. Yeah. But maybe that's why, because there, because there are a lot of black women who feel the way they feel. And I feel like sometimes when black women um, are black women who feel the way that you feel, because I will never say all, but sometimes when they see black men 
mares out their race can be extremely triggering. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily, I mean, if you can use that word, triggering, if you will. Not triggering, but, but you kind of feel some I mean, type of way, right? Yeah, I kind of feel, yeah, I do. I kind of feel some type of way. In the Black community, especially with some of us get education, and some of us meeting Black women, because I'm in that category, obviously. Mm-hmm. We are encouraged to excel. We put a lot of emphasis on education, and I have to learn to not do that. So sometimes we look at a black man and he hasn't gone to Harvard or he doesn't have a bachelor's. We're looking at him like, you're not on my level. And we have to change that. Well, I honestly think, I think it's fine. I think most, I think most women in America, regardless of race, they marry up. I mean, from a historical standpoint and to this day, women, if you think I'm wrong, Correct me, but I think most women, girl, marry a smart, wise woman. Is in my opinion, well, is not going to marry down. So I was literally in Miami a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and I saw this Hispanic couple. And the husband was in construction. Like I'm sure, like I mean, I don't want to speculate, but I'm sure he wasn't a white collar worker. Like I'm sure he was blue collar work because he was in construction, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, they had, you know, one or two younger toddler children. And I mean, the wife, like you could tell, like she was just really, really in love with her husband. Like, mm. She was rubbing his back, like feeding him. Like, I, I, I just was like, this is amazing. But this man was literally like, clearly he's a blue collar employee. Yeah. They may not have a lot of money, but you can't tell that based on how she is treating him. Yeah. So why aren't we taught? And I'm not just like talking about black women, but this is a societal issue, especially in America. We equate prestige with, you know, how much money you make Mm -hmm. and like the education. And we typically equate that with, okay, uh, are you a husband? Can you be a good husband? Uh, You're not making, you know, 100K. Or you're not making 40K. You know what I mean? Like, what does that really matter? Like, maybe we need to change our mind. Yeah, and I, and, and I mean, to some, to at least from one perspective, to some women it does, to some women it doesn't. Again, it just depends. Some women really see marriage as an economic contract. You know what I mean? That's how they see love. I love you for this, but I also love you for economic reasons too. I think it depends on the person. But what I will say, what I just said earlier, is that I think the generally and historically, Women, there has been a historical trend of women marrying up, and particularly for those women who are educated and have a college education, not just some, a college education or more. Those women, and we fit within that segment, generally marry up. And that is that is that wrong to marry up? I don't think it's wrong to marry. marry down. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong to marry up, but it's not going to put a guarantee in the marriage that the marriage is going to last. That's correct. Right. And many of you may know, I mean, divorce rates have skyrocketed and particularly amongst the black community. Black women are less likely than any other racial group of women to be married, but also they're more likely to have a divorce than any other racial group. To black men, but surprisingly not to white men. Meaning that black women who marry white men are more likely than any other interracial group to stay together. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Does the dynamic change? Does the economic status change? Is there more of a sense of peace economically in the relationship? 
do Caucasian men really understand the personalities and that and like the dynamics and the dichotomy of what black women may bring to the table? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to articulate this the best way that I know how. But. Right. And I think that just depends, at least for me, one of the things I look for in a, in a partner and a potential spouse is, is, is can they relate to me? Can they understand me and my experiences? That's, you know, something I would think about. I will know that we may have to cut this video short. We may have to do a part two. Yeah, we may have to. This is getting interesting, but those are our perspectives on it. Yeah. I think this really is a part two and really to go into an episode with these rates for black men and why are they married at such high rates outside their race to white women? Is it self-hatred? Is it? I have some things about that, but I'm going to say that if we go into a part two, I'll save my comments for that. Well, well folks, that, that is a walk. That's a walk. Thank you for listening and, and supporting us as always. Thank you. Thank y'all.